Uh, listen, before, before you bring our next guest on, we see what I have. I am. I got a Canadian College of Whiskey Knowledge certified by. Can't see it. W. Franks, Bill, to his friends. So yes, I've got a certificate <laughs> from him. <laughs> and here he is! Yay! <laughs> right, yeah. we have to give him his correct title. He's not. <laughs> he's not professor. He's not sir. He's chairman. No, like Mousy Dunk, which basically <laughs> means if you don't agree with him, he excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that the beauty of the internet? You can call yourself pretty well anything, <laughs> or or call people pretty much anything. <laughs> well, chairman, be careful there. How are you, sir? I'm great. I'm great. I've, I've really enjoyed the first part of your show. I've learned a lot. Good. I learned quite a lot too. <laughs> now, Bill, you live in Canada. I do. And you tell us a bit of your background because that's that's quite interesting. What's what's your background? As a, as a whiskey drinker is really all that, that matters, you know, in terms of my background. I. As a youth, I, when they, they changed the drinking age here in Ontario where I live, and it went from 21 down to 18, and there was no such thing as photo ID back then. And I was uh, six foot four at 16 years of age. <laughs> so I was able to pretty well drink at will wherever I wanted, and I, I really, really enjoyed that. And so I, I got an education and found that... Uh, if you're going to go from place to place, really, beer isn't the best thing to be drinking because you're not going to be feeling too great the next morning, you know. So a little dram of whiskey here and there. And in Canada, if you say rye, you're talking about whiskey. You're not talking about bread. So that's a little tip for you if you come, come traveling. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I froze out for a little bit there. Um, yeah. I... So you got to get to go on your travels a little bit. Um, oh, yes. Your yes. Yes, well, yes, I, I traveled over to, uh, you know, you get to a certain age when you say, oh, I've always wanted to do that. And then it's kind of like, well, when, you know, once you're past 50, it's, it's, uh, it's time to get on with it. So I traveled to Scotland and it was about three weeks I went and the plan was to travel the whiskey trail and to see as many distilleries as I could and sample as many scotches as I could that weren't available in Ontario. Because you'll find that, well, take for example, Tullamore Dew in, in Ireland. Well, if you want to go have some Tullamore Dew, you've got, what, 12 or more different Tullamore Dews to choose from. In Ontario, we have two. So, you know, it's the same deal going to Scotland. The, you think of something like the uh, Balvini or something, which, same deal, you know, there, there's so many different ones to choose from. So you can go to these whiskey tastings and do all that. So I went to 21 different distilleries and I... Wow, that's that's a lot. That's a lot, Bill. You, you, you did all the, the key ones like Abelur and stuff like that. I did. And well, the, I think the key there is being a solo traveler. So nothing had to be negotiated. I just I just kind of went went where I please as I pleased, and uh, I, I've talked to a lot of a lot of men that say, "Oh, I wish I could do that." They say, "Well, there's nothing stopping you, you know. 
Yeah. But it, it's it's just now that with the COVID and everything, I I, I got my notes together and I, I wrote a book about it, and I called it just a tongue, tongue firmly in cheek. I called the book one Canadian, one Scotch, one beer. So. <laughs> now, I have to, you always sort of have to ask these questions. When you were on your travels, mm -hmm. and you just, it was 21 distilleries you went to. Yes. What was your favorite? You have to ask this kind of thing. Oh, yeah. No, that's not a problem. Uh, well, I'd have to say it'd be the Edradour distillery in Pitlocky. Beautiful, because it's just well they understand. They, I think they understand the whiskey drinker. You, you still yeah. have people coming up in buses and whatnot, but I was like first in line. And actually, I'll, I'll just sort of tag on a little story. As I was standing in line, I was the only one there that's like a single person. So there was these the father son team from Switzerland, and I was being asked by the son very earnestly. Well, what's my story? You know, you're there. You're here by yourself. What's what's your deal? And, and so I said, well, I'm here studying for my master's degree in whiskey appreciation from the Canadian College of Whiskey Knowledge. You know, and it, I'm just making it up as I went along. But, but we, we, we have a term for that. Justin's pretty good at it. It's called yeah, it, well, <laughs> Oh, yes, that is perhaps an unrefined term for my, my level of criticism. <laughs> anyway. So, but the thing about that particular distillery, when I went through, as you go through, you know, you, you get a dram and they give you a, a, a Glencairn glass with Edredar etched yeah. on it to keep, you know, it's all lovely. <laughs> and then when you get to the end of the tour, there's this lovely, uh, basically, pub. Mm -hmm. And if you've been part of the tour, you can stay in the pub. So I arrived at, I don't know, when it opened, I think it was 9.30 in the morning, and I didn't get out of there till about three or four, whatever time it was. But but the the people that I'd been, uh, you know, BSing about the College of Whiskey Knowledge, I I fessed up to them before we went to the to the pub part, and they and they had a big laugh, and they say, oh oh, there's a yeah, there's I was just watching watching a picture of a Canadian bride with a, a a bottle. There she is. There's a story there too. But anyway. It, you know, they, they bought me some 26-year-old Edward Hour, and that stuff is magical. You know, like, uh, I'd, I'd never be able to afford it myself, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, like, uh, I, I think there's something about that particular distillery understands that if you're, if you're there to, to drink and you've never had their product before, yeah. well, here's, here's a free one. And then when you get to the end, if you like it, here's a bunch more you can buy, you know. Whereas you go to, say, Glenlivet, Okay, here's your dram. You want to buy another one? Tough, you know. Or you got to yeah. sign up, sign up for a, a tasting, and oh, the next one's at four o'clock, or I don't know. It's just my particular kind of, of whiskey tourism. It, as a solo traveler, I realize isn't the same as when you're unloading a busload of people and you're, yeah, you know, you're trying to deal with them. And well, I I love Edward Tour because it's pr probably pretty hard to take any picture of it that doesn't look beautiful. The place is just stunning. It's, I mean, it's if you had the sort of small, tiny little distillery looking as good as possible, Edrether just takes all the boxes. It's stunning. I mean, it really is. Um, the Blair Raffle just round the corner down at the bottom of Petlochry was there. Oh, I was there, what, two months ago? 
And that, that's mm. beautiful too. It's really, really nice. Um, yeah. I, I like Edward Duran. I like their product as well. You know, they've upped production. They've yeah, upped they? the produ- they've doubled production to six barrels a week at Edward Duran. <laughs> <laughs> it's, about, it's about as small a distillery as you'd sort of get in Scotland, but I mean, it's yeah. tiny. There's about four times more tour guides than there are people that make whiskey. <laughs> well, yeah. we've had some wonderful questions in tonight already, uh, uh, oh, Bill. We've, okay. we've been asked. L- Linda Cox is saying, I'm a Canadian but have never been a Canadian whiskey fan. And picking up on your rye comment, uh, Sean McLennan is saying, uh, uh, Hi, Bill, I'm from Toronto, and I find that Canadian rye whiskey is awful, much like <laughs> cough medicine. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on that. D- don't we do it a Gerald Ratner here, Bill, by the way, in addition to yes. Canadian whiskey? Oh, okay. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, you would, I think that's, Tarring everybody with the same brush, you know. Mm. There, there are such things as single malt Canadian whiskies. There are such a, things as peated Canadian whiskies. And I, I would suggest you check out the Rum Howler blog and also uh, Canadian whiskey. I think it's review the one that Devin de Kergamo does anyway. And there's a lot of whiskies that are, are worth mention. And gee, you know, how did we get to be? Uh, how did it get to be the number one whiskey in the world by Jim Murray a few years back with the yeah. uh, Northern Harvest Rye? And th- that's a, a very dangerous whiskey because my wife wanted to taste it to see all what the, the fuss was all about. And she found that she quite liked it. And, <laughs> well, yes. And now now there's the whole side of my liquor cabinet is in danger. <laughs> well, I think the thing about the, whiskey has this always this sense of place where it has this it's Canadian or it's Scotch and if someone tastes a, a Laphroaig and doesn't really like peat stuff they just go I can't stand Scotch but yeah. there's a huge range and it's in some ways it's the downside, it's the counter side to having that that branding if you like that that we are Canadian whiskey it's, it's kind, you know, we've t- I'm not a massive fan of bourbons but the low end bourbons I don't like, the higher end the higher ABVs Tend not to be as sickly sweet, so it's they're they're easier for me to drink, and I, I find they're not too bad. But I can't say that I don't like all bourbons because it's just not true. Oh, yes. So uh, you know, I, I don't think I can single-handedly turn that one around. But I I defer to uh, Davin de Kergamo, who's our our expert. He's written a book on Canadian whiskey, mm-hmm. and and the one that I I get people to try for doing a tasting. It would be a Collingwood, which is a, a very nice whiskey and unpretentious, you know, not, not much of a bite at the finish and go smoothly. And then you'll, you'll run into opinions saying, well, Canadian whiskey, that's just good for mixing. And, that's, <laughs> and it's kind of say, oh, oh yeah, bourbon's just good for getting the paint off your car. Like I would never, I'd never say, I'd never say something like that, but, but you know, there, there's, you can say these things, and and uh, and I I belong to a few bourbon groups uh, on Facebook, mm-hmm. and there's often some some rocks thrown at Canadian whiskey, and I just kind of oh well I consider the source and I get on with it. There, there's William McClanton who's over here, and he says yeah. uh, he's been to Glenora Distillery, and the Glen Breton Rare is not bad at all. Uh, you're right; it's not bad. Uh, I. Do you want to pay that much for a whiskey? Great, you know, I mean, if you like it. 
uh, and, the, and the Battle of the Glens is kind of fun. You, you must be aware of that, eh? Well, there's a, an actual lawsuit against the Glenora Distillery because they use Glen in their name. And, and the Scots, oh yeah, the Scots took them to court and it was a big uh, brouhaha. But, uh, I think we featured that in the news a couple of months back, Marty, did we? I think we did. We did. We, yeah. there's, a, there's a few other... Um, Think, there's a few other things going on with uh, some Canadian whiskey producers, but we'll not go into that in the details here. But uh, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's it's funny that Canadian whiskey, you say, uh, some people say, oh, it's made for, for mixers. I don't see anything wrong with a whiskey being made just to be a be specifically designed to be a whiskey in a mix. Um because that's how lots and lots of people drink it. It's a bit like those flavoured whiskies. They're not my mm. cup of tea, but just because I'm not a big fan of them. There's a space for all of that. Um, and just to prove my point, <laughs> I, to my eternal shame, the only Canadian whisky that I have at the minute is Crown Royal Peach. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Justin loves it. Uh, you know, exactly. And, and uh, I think... Uh, I, sometimes I get involved because I, I can't pretend to be an authority. I'm I'm an enthusiast, you know. I, mm. I enjoy I enjoy whiskey. I enjoy talking about it. But I I get caught up in in sometimes in little little uh, I don't know what you want to call them arguments about oh well this fellow bought the whiskey and and he's putting coke in it or he's doing this to it or that to it and it's kind of like well you know if he bought it. Then he can dab it behind his ears. Whatever his. he wants to do with it. I, it wouldn't be my preference, wouldn't be my choice. But if you buy a whiskey and you want to do whatever you want with it, fire yeah, away. I like, I like what Gordy said here, you know. And and the thing is, the thing you should know, Gordy, is if you're talking to someone from the USA, when they say rye, it has to be made from 100% rye. So it's a very different creature than a yeah. Canadian whiskey. Because Canadian whiskey actually has quite a bit of corn in it, and then it's mixed in with a flavoring whiskey, which would be the rye whiskey. And and Davin de Kergamo explains that very well in, in his book, the uh, uh, Canadian whiskey, the portable um, expert or something like that. But you know, this is stuff I didn't know. I've been drinking it all my life, <laughs> and I just but and there's you're always on a learning curve. You know, yeah. you're always we're all learning from each other. Jordy Burke saying there, Canadian whiskey is just a little variance in rye, different than American bourbon, has its own features. Single malt scotch is an acquired taste and a learning experience. I actually, I, I agree with you, Jordy. Jordy's from Prince Edward Island, I think. Um, I think cast strength stuff is an acquired taste, and, and I never know how much to water it down. But anyway, Marty says as much as 50% in some cases, but uh, we're getting lots of questions in tonight for some reason. Uh, everybody's very vocal tonight. Darren Barney Milligan, are there many good whiskey distilleries coming out of Nova Scotia, which used to be separate, obviously, from Canada, with its strong links with Scotland here? And actually, there's a little bit of France just off Nova Scotia as well. Hang on. There's a Balamina farm. There's lots of people from Balamina went to Nova Scotia. There's a big, massive Balamina place over there. So... My hometown, by the way, Bill. My ah, I see. Well, I, I better not get disrespectful here. Yes, so that 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 Glenora, that Glenora Distillery is in Nova Scotia, so they've certainly established themselves. And mm -hmm. there's new distilleries popping up all over the place. But I think you know we all understand this. But I think the, the layperson 
has no inkling that, okay, no. they built a distillery, but it's going to be three years before you get any product out of it Yeah, under, under our laws, right? And then how many of you go around buying three-year-old whiskey? Like, you know, it's not, it's not really, not really to our taste. But it depends. there's some there's some of the new make stuff coming out that I mean I have to I have to say about Waterford um yeah. they're winning they're winning prizes and I mean it's it's very young it's four year old but it'll be interesting to find out what that's like in twelve years time because if it's you know oh. where does it does it peak and go start to go the other way at some point you know that's a good point if you ever get an opportunity to try some whiskey from Tasmania there's one mm. called Overeem. And I had some of that that was delivered in my friend's hand from a, a relative that came back from Australia there. And they have some way of speeding up the aging because mm. the stuff that we had wasn't very old. I, I, I don't know, you know, four or five, maybe six. And it, it, it went down as smooth as a 10-year-old Avalar. It was, yeah. it, was ama- it was amazing. Yeah. And I, I think for me, the, the, the main difference in, in ages is is the finish uh no matter what you do unless it's some way of, of changing it the finishing on uh young whiskies is never just the same as an aged whiskey and that's that to me is the big difference and that's what the likes of waterford is, is falling down on there's no massive uh finish on it but it tastes great but what it'll do in five ten years time then we'll start to see a difference in it you know yeah i get you I've been frozen for a while, if that's okay with you guys. No, no, we've, we've been, no we've you haven't been frozen. It might appear that way, but yes, oh. you're going smooth as silk because oh, what oh. you see and what the viewers experience is sometimes something different. Oh, good. Well, that, that's that's marvelous. That's marvelous. <laughs> it's uh, Anyway, I, I wanted to, the person that didn't like uh, the Canadian stuff. I, I, I don't know if you can see this one or not. But this is oh, put you in full full screen. Let me, let's have a look. There, there you go, forty creek. Yeah, victory. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I and I particularly love this one because it celebrates a, a victory over the American troops in the War of eighteen twelve. So. <laughs> well, that would be that would be when somebody from was it Straban burnt down the White House. Was that was that that one? That, that the... was when we did that. No, we weren't we weren't a country yet. To be fair, and we couldn't have done it without. Uh, the indigenous people helping us out. It was, it was, it was somebody from this part of the world. Somebody from from I think it was either Straba, Ross Trevor. It was a guy from Ross Trevor. Sorry, um, yeah. in County Down, and he burned. We were, <laughs> down we, we were very good at doing things like that. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who's your man? Eh? <laughs> Anyhow, you know, I I grew up in a in a house where uh, whiskey was revered, and if it, if it was a special event like, uh, you know, a, a christening or a, a birthday or a, unfortunately funerals, yeah. it would be a Glenn, Glenn Morangi 10 year old. It's lovely. Is what, what, what the guests would get. And so, you know, I grew up with that as being kind of the gold standard. And that's a, that's a tough one to beat, you know. Well, but, but, you know, um, it, it's a, uh, I think it depends, like, for me, I, I, I can talk whiskey all night long, kind of like you guys, but um, I, think, I think the thing is to say, well, we're all, we're all exploring, we're all on our, our journey, and, you know, I, I guess, harking back to the, um, the 
liking not liking or not liking a whole type of whiskey, for Pete's sake, try a few. You know, just try a few, see how it goes. Yeah. There, there are. There's, there's more and more choice and flavors and taste appearing. Different cast finishes and different uh, aging yeah. and mash bills yeah. and stuff. And in some in some regards, there's uh, there's there's lots and lots of uh, experimentation going on in the emerging markets uh, by, by one of the emerging markets I mean the US I mean the US has so many new things coming out uh, now you mentioned you touched on it earlier the Canadian whiskey has a, a different technical file because you're allowed to put in f- flavoring to whiskey that's that's what it's defined as uh, in the technique yes it's true true and now now could you clarify that for people who don't know well i can and i believe i believe it's up to 10 percent, which seems like a lot yeah and i think davin de kergamo would be the fellow you could you know if you like emailing questions he does have uh, i think it's canadian whiskey review is his blog site and he's the guy that wrote the book so i'm i'm just kind of parroting what I what I remember of what yeah. he's saying. And he's just saying it's usually not that high a percentage, but it, this is used to, to hit Canadian whiskey over the head from those that want to, you know, denigrate us or whatever. That yeah, it's it's there and it's in this it's in the statutes just like it's got to be aged three years and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean it does it gives scope for a huge variation in, in, in flavor profiles and uh, yeah. what you can do. Um, like like peach? <laughs> yeah. And, and like peach. I mean, this this stuff, this stuff is selling in vast quantity. Ah. Uh, so not really my cup of tea, but there's yeah. people like this. and But it does work. It does work for a certain market. It does definitely Absolutely. Does. Oh, and it, oh. okay, it's not for me, but Sure, what yeah. was, you know. Well, well, who are we to say? Like, I, I sometimes, sometimes you get caught up in that whole blend versus single malt thing, you know. And the, the point I like to make is, if it wasn't for blends, there'd be no single malt. Like, but like this, if people still don't get the fact that blends, that, that's about ninety-three percent of all whiskey souls blends. You know, the, 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 the good blend, nothing wrong with it. And yeah, yeah. and blend that malts as a, as a category that people get confused about sometimes too um yeah so all of it whatever people like they like and, and it's all it's all good yeah. now in terms in terms of your book oh, uh, yeah. it's on amazon you can buy it on amazon on, oh on yes kindle. you can yes it's a kindle book it's uh, two two canadian dollars 2.99 so it'd be different in in pounds but uh, which which isn't a whole lot. I, I tease people that for less than the price of a whiskey at your local, you can you can have this book, and it'll take you to twenty one distilleries, and you'll be able to get tasting notes on eighty six different scotches. You know, so it's kind of really takes all the work out of it, and and you yeah. can decide, oh well, that's something I could do. And I I like it. I like the fact that people are saying, oh well, when I'm planning my Planning my next trip, you know that that sounds like a really good one. And yeah. people are so friendly. And the thing that I really liked, uh, I won't say more than anything. Of course, the people are overall very friendly, just like 
Ireland's a very friendly place, I find, anyway. Yep. But uh, is is the respect for the whiskey. And and just if so if you're respecting their culture, they'll respect you. You know, that's it's a simple thing. It's a simple Absolutely. thing. But, you know, I, I don't know. And uh, as we have found out, it gives us a topic of conversation. Of course, man, of course. Now, 21 distilleries is a lot, but there's a lot more still to go. Are you coming back? Well, there are. Well, I have to. Well, you see, this is, I did this in 2012. And then from there, I was able to decide, well, it'll have to be Ireland next, you know. And so... I came to Ireland for a month, and I, I got to know uh, Sergio's. Yeah, we're, nice we're guy, buddies. Sergio's. Yeah, great guy. And uh, I I tried to do, a, a you know, an extensive tour, but it's a little different. Like, um, the, the Irish distilleries aren't, aren't and, and again, I'll admit, as a solo traveler, I'm a different kind of breed of cat than what, what they're set up for. They, yeah. they want a busload coming in, and you know, doing sort of a crowd control thing. And I just kind of wander in and say, well, you know, how about sampling five or six of these? <laughs> and I say, well, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. We, we only allow uh, one dram uh, per tour. Oh, well, if I come through this uh, tour six times, we give me six. You know, <laughs> just, just to be a, a, a bit of a card, you know. Hell but, yes. <laughs> but I, I just, oh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you how much I love Scotland. Like when I came back, I'm not sorry, Scotland, Ireland. When I came back from Ireland, I had uh, three things to declare, two bottles of Irish whiskey and, and this. It doesn't fit over my ear. <laughs> I, I got one of these, a, a cloth cap, you know, Irish tweed, you know. So, and then I I did a, a, I did a whiskey tasting of Irish whiskeys and whatnot. So I've got all my notes. So my next book will have to be about touring Ireland. Excellent stuff. Yeah. Excellent. Seamus Tobin says, come to Ireland and stay for a year. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you well, stay for a year, you'll keep going to look because they keep opening so many distilleries now. You'll be bouncing well, all over the place. Well, you know, I think before I leave this time, my wife's going to get one of those uh, chips that they put in the backs of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they want to track me yep, you'd be, as you get a barcode. Beep. <laughs> there he is. Seamus she, like, says you're, you're a piggy blinder. There you go. Oh, oh no, no. I, 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 I'm too gentle. <laughs> now, I, I know you were in Belfast. I never got to catch up with you, but you were in Belfast, and you went to, uh, you went, you went, you went to the Duke of York. You were in the Duke of York, weren't you? I was, and and that there was some big rugby final. Oh and, yes, and, and we were in there, and it was there was a press. Yeah, I was jumping. I'll, t I'll, t I'll tell you what I noticed about that bar is I've never seen such a, a wall of of men they had between the the dance floor and the band, and these mm. guys they were like five by five, you know, they were huge, <laughs> and 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 as people dance, uh, the women could dance and flail around all they wanted to. If the men jumped up a little bit, they get a little tap on the shoulder to one of these <laughs> So it's sort of like, you know, keep it down, boys. And I it was it was, you know, and I oh, yeah. and I I learned about the oh if they've got a little white handkerchief on their head, they're they're a bride to be, you know, and all this kind of stuff. But, <laughs> but, but we had fun, but it was so packed, it took us quite a while to get a seat and then eventually we, you know, wandered off to another yeah. place. But actually 
I'm going to embarrass Sergios a bit. That night, he had, he had recently split up with his girlfriend, so he said, okay, Bill, you're my wingman. And it's kind of like, <laughs> wingman? Like I'm, I'm sick. I don't know how old I was, 61 or something at the time. It's, you know, I haven't done this for a while. I said, well, you just have to make me look good. And so, actually, by acting the, my usual foolish self, I did make him look good. So, he's happy with me. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> now, uh, if the book out, it's available on Amazon for a Kindle download. The Canadian uh, Academy. What all does what all does it entail? Uh, your Canadian College of Whiskey Knowledge. What? Oh. What? If someone joins it, can I join? Can anybody join this? Can you join oh, it yeah. from across the shore and join in oh, on yeah. what you're doing? Yeah, you can join up. I, I got to admit that the website's been a bit neglected of late. And, but, uh, you know, if you, jeez, uh, um, you could, if you try and fire me an email or something, I don't know, uh, fire you an email, then you can fire it to me. I'll, I'll do what I can. I, I've been, I was, that's sort of what's going to be step two after I wrote the ebook. I figured, oh, well, I'll, I'll get the website polished up. But, it's been so many years since I've had anything to do with it, you know. So, yeah. But we'll we'll get there. But uh, the idea the idea is we we were giving out um, uh, certificates uh, that you put you know a student in good standing, you know, mm-hmm. and so you could pr- print them off and they look all fancy and put them on your wall and say, look at this, you know, don't argue with me about whiskey. You know? <laughs> uh, but uh, just just for fun, good good crack, as you say. Right? Good crack. That's and, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Here, but, if it was America, you'd be doing 20 years in Sing Sing for being a fake college. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not taking any money, so, so yeah, well, come and get me. You know? <laughs> Here, Seamus she, she Tobin says, no wonder Marty has a degree. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, well, it's, it's all in good fun, you know. It is. It's That's, good uh, fun. Though. Yeah. And that's how I met actually a number of people in in uh, Ireland. You know, we get talking. They said, oh, "I would like a, a degree of you know, the, or a, a certificate to prove mm-hmm. that you're." So I I fired off to them an email, and they printed off. But now I don't know. Adobe's gotten so that they want money from you. So I'll have to find All some right. other way. Yeah. Now, Bill, it's been a pleasure talking to you, my friend. And uh, yeah, we'll catch up again soon. Um, and yeah, uh, more part to you. Hope that the sales of the book go well, and you get another tour very shortly in light of COVID. Yes, thank you very much. And uh, you know, I, I, my great grandmother was a mulligan, so that's that's how that's how I lead when I come into. Well, actually, the best thing to bring along is an Irish whiskey magazine. Just put it on the bar, and people know you mean business. Right? Yeah, yeah. Good old Sergio. Good. I'm going I'm going to fulfill the criteria and say bon, bonsoir, Bill Franks. <laughs> oh, forget <laughs> you. <laughs> listen, I got I got to tell I got to tell him this, Marty. The beautiful guy's uh, father came here. Uh, Trudeau came here in the 1970s or something like that, and he was going to visit Carrickfergus Castle, an 800 year old castle. He came on a Sunday. He rung the door, knocked the bell, and it was shut, and they didn't open it for him. That's true. You wouldn't let him in. <laughs> wouldn't let him. Oh, dear. Uh, very funny. All right. Now, we're going to All say bye-bye. Thanks again to our sponsors of Scots Irish Whiskey.
Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, Scott's Irish Whiskey have uh, uh, sponsored the show tonight. Uh, this is where you can get the lovely bottle of the Scott's Irish Whiskey. You can go there to their website, uh, find it there. The first batch is there, and you can get it at this address. And uh, be sure to tell them that you, you heard about it when you've seen it on uh, Irish Whiskey Review, uh, the, the live show on Saturday nights, uh, repeated uh, on Instagram as well. And uh, you can catch up on YouTube as well is the easiest place. Uh, and there's a couple of people saying, uh, uh, Mark Kerr saying, Bill, uh, great chat. There's where to get the Scots Irish whiskey. So, Marty, uh, next time we speak to you, uh, we will be, uh, well, words apart. Near enough. Words apart. You'll be you'll be in the new world, and I'll be in the old world. Yes, but we'll, 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 we shall be connected via the wonders of the internet. Yes, we will. All right. <laughs> All right. Good night.